The year is 1923. Walt Disney had just filed for bankruptcy for his second company failure, and with only $40 in his pocket, the 21-year-old man made his way to California. He had been told he just didn't have enough imagination or creativity to succeed. Despite setbacks, Walt pressed on against adversity and created yet a third company called the Disney Brothers Studios to produce a series called Alice's Comedies. It took five long years of hard work developing characters until Walt created his big hit, Mickey Mouse, in 1928. The rest, as we know, is history. What was it that drove Mr. Disney to press forward in life against all odds? Why did he not give up and do something else with his life? passion, the compelling desire or enthusiasm to entertain, was Mr. Disney's driving force. If you want something bad enough in life, you will do whatever it takes to achieve it. There will be naysayers that attempt to dissuade us from pursuing success. However, in my experience, it's not the external that is most effective in stunting progress, but the internal voice in your head. In today's episode, let's explore what passion might be for your own career in visual effects. To the real-time visual effects podcast the place to hear from some of the video game industry's most seasoned artists and up your game listen in on how you can learn and grow as a vfx artist discover your own wizard and network with hundreds of other talented magicians in the real-time visual effects community here is your host travis mccallum Have you ever said to yourself, if only I worked at Blizzard, I would be happy? Or, if only someone would hire me at Riot Games, then my life would be complete. Your happiness is not defined by where you work or what job title you have. Ask my friend Alex. He is an extremely successful visual effects artist, and the man realized early on in his career that happiness isn't found in any physical place, but rather in the day-to-day activities we do for work. In other words, happiness is found in purpose. What is your purpose? Taking stories from several guests on past episodes, many visual effects artists find purpose in being creative problem solvers. Others might like to entertain through storytelling. After all, your effects are contributing to the believability of the world players live in. What is your purpose for doing VFX? Answer yourself that question truthfully. This episode is about truth. Reality check, where are you on this career track? Let's address some common red flags before moving forward. If you are in it for the money or the career stability, just how long do you think you will last before you throw the keyboard down and huff away for something else? If you're in it, romanticizing the video game industry is the holy grail of industries to work in, or trying to take advantage of the economic labor market for supply and demand, just how dedicated are you to pulling all-nighters and years of intense learning before you see a morsel of a paycheck. Drive this idea of intrinsic versus extrinsic motivation with an example outside of video games. Imagine you love singing. You sing at the shower. You sing along in the car. You sing because it fills you with joy through the act of singing. It simply makes you feel good. 
Now, imagine you are singing not because you like it, but because you work at a bar and the patrons expect to be entertained. Perhaps your parents forced you to take singing lessons at an early age with their idea of how you should live your life. Maybe there's a woman you want to impress, and the reason you sing is more about impressing her than singing. Passion. The compelling desire or enthusiasm to entertain should be your driving force. There are some common misconceptions we have that hold us back from pursuing our passion. Let's explore some of the lies we tell ourselves. I have five I hear all too often, and I'm sure there's more. What does Stan Lee, Samuel L. Jackson, and Henry Ford all have in common? All three men were around the age of 40 before they made their first big career success. Stan created the Fantastic Four in 1961 at the age of 39. Samuel got his award-winning role in Jungle Fever in 1991 at 43. And Henry created the revolutionary Model T car in 1908 at the age of 45. The excuse of being too old to achieve success in life doesn't hold up when there are so many real-world examples of individuals who put their passion to work overcoming adversity. Reality check, yes, you have more adult responsibilities later in life, family, bills, and mouths to feed, but you also have many advantages, a larger network, soft skills experience, and diverse knowledge in areas you can apply to VFX. Age is just a number. It doesn't define your self-worth. Plenty of teams in VFX span from 20-somethings to 60-somethings, and they all work together in tandem, bringing their unique life experiences and perspectives to the table. Maybe you are in that transition phase and you find yourself working two jobs, one that pays, one that trains. Your excuse, I'm too busy. I don't have any time. Time is a finite resource after all, and we only have 24 hours in a day to get shit done. I want to draw on an example from the fitness world for people looking to improve their diet and live healthier lives. A common piece of advice given to someone looking to lose weight is to track his or her calorie intake by writing down every single food or drink he or she puts in their body. Just the act of writing forces the person to be hyper-conscious about what they eat and drink. It becomes quickly apparent they are intaking way more things in their body that they don't even think about, like that brownie snack right after lunch or the three scoops of ice cream instead of one before bed. It's a rude awakening to be sure. Once you recognize the many actions you take are subconscious and automatic, the same applies to time. As an exercise, just how much time are you wasting on activities not related to your goals? I bet if you blocked out your entire day, even just over a 12-hour period, you would discover windows to work on your craft. The most common windows might be sleeping longer, browsing social media, and socializing with friends. We could do a whole episode on priorities. Just how badly do you want to be a VFX artist? Passion. The compelling desire or enthusiasm to entertain should be your driving force. The third excuse I hear often is that artists think they will never be good enough to get hired. Usually, the reason these artists think about themselves this way is because they're too busy comparing against successful people posting their VFX on ArtStation and YouTube. Reality check, you are 
only seeing the end product of what those amazing artists create. It's the tip of the iceberg, submerged beneath our long hours of trial and error. Ugly sketches and smeared canvases that will never see the light of day. These so-called professionals are the same as you, filled with imposter syndrome and their own insecurities. The only difference is they don't let fear hold them back and instead paint because they need to. They also recognize that no one style is an exact carbon copy of another. None of us will ever be the Michel Gagné, Ben Cloward, or Etienne Pav. Sure, you will learn from mentors and integrate some of their techniques in your own style. Ultimately, your style will develop organically through practice. So instead of placing your self-worth in the works of others and using it as an excuse to not make VFX, focus on where you are in your journey and where you want to be. Ask questions. Solicit feedback often. Find job postings and inquire what skills and portfolio pieces they want to see. Which brings me to yet another excuse many artists make. I'm too dumb to figure out any of this. What they're really saying is they feel overwhelmed by the information and don't know where to start. It's a common problem many aspiring artists run into once they see all the spaghetti wires under the hood of that shiny new Porsche. Reality check. Problem solving is the number one skill that visual effects artists use in their arsenal. It's also the top skill in pretty much any profession that requires a person to critically think. In the world of manufacturing, workers often rely on a technique called reverse engineering. With complex products like aircraft and automobiles, people need a way to deconstruct individual components of the larger whole. Remember when you were learning language? You started sounding out the phonemes of each letter in the alphabet. Once you learned individual letters, you began combining them into words. When words were familiar, you had connected them into sentences. Slowly but surely, the smaller pieces became a larger product. No one is truly dumb. They just need strategies to cope with the complexities of modern day problems which is why it is vitally important to lean on teachers and mentors in your learning, finally. The last excuse around is that people are too poor to afford to do VFX. They look at these fantastic effects like large armies shooting off artillery with powerful explosions. Then they learn their favorite effects were made using software like Houdini, Photoshop, or Embergen with computer rigs equipped with 390 graphics cards. Instantly, the response is, if only I had the money, my effects would be amazing. That line of thinking is the same bullshit that wannabe YouTube streamers say when they want to be the next influencer, like Dr. Disrespect or Tim the Tapman. If only I had $2,000 for a camera with a sweet three-point light setup. You know what makes streamers successful? I have no idea. But I do know what makes a successful visual effects artist. Hard work and frequent posts. You don't need access to high-end software to create game-worthy FX. There are plenty of free alternative software packages on the market just waiting for you to learn them. Painting? Use Krita. 3D meshes? Use Blender. The game engines themselves are absolutely free to work in. Reality check. At the end of the day, a company looking to hire you won't care what software you use to make the effect. They just want to see you can make it. Can you? You can. I know you can.
Remember, the skill sets for a proficient VFX artist rely more on nailing those principles of visual effects using animation, and you can see that in Jason Kaiser's tutorial series. Understanding of gameplay, shape, timing, value, and color. I highly recommend you look through his videos several times throughout your training. Overcoming excuses is an ongoing battle, and you will constantly have a little voice in your head telling you that you are not worthy. It never goes away, not even for the most battle-hardened veterans out there. But you must choose to fight against imposter syndrome and let the passion for the craft overcome any tribulation that might stand in your way. The first step in any endeavor is awareness. I hope by listening to today's episode, you are able to find awareness and defeat the lies you've been telling yourself and find coping skills to press forward in your art. You are enough. And with that, I wish you a super day. Show me your work and let's make magic happen.